0: This episode of the Naperville Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor Pinnacle Dermatology, dedicated to the health and beauty of your skin.
1: Welcome to the Naperville Moms Network. This month, Erica, Sarita, Patty, and I are joined by Denise Vaughn of Watch Caregivers of Naperville. Denise has four kids and has had a long-term career in healthcare. Welcome Denise. Thank you. As our parents age, a new sense of responsibility and dependency may develop. Some of us may find ourselves parenting our children while also helping an older or ailing parent. Do any of you have experience with this in your lives?
2: I definitely can relate to that Um, as our generation has had kids much later than our parents. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm at that point where my kids are in high school, getting ready to soon go off to college, and I have parents who are Mm -hmm. aging, so I feel for our generation There probably is really a little phase, or none at all, of really being an empty nester. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're you're right. (laughs) You know, you go from where your kids are finally out of the house, independent, to where you have to think about, uh, you know, your options for your aging parents. So I definitely relate to the whole sandwich generation, Mm -hmm. Um, and and I think the conversations having with our parents or planning for that. Is what's missing uh, we just wait till you really need to have that conversation and I think not properly planning we're probably overextending mm-hmm. so I'd love to hear your uh, thoughts on what can we be doing? Well, you, to- you said the magic word, which is planning, which mm-hmm. none of us do, right?
0: We're focused right. on our own kids, and then something happens, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you're like, what do I do? And I, right. my situation's very similar. Um, you know, as Kathy said, I have the four kids, three in college, one in high school. But just most recently, my mom passed away and she was the primary caregiver for my dad Mm -hmm. and they lived in Florida. Mm -hmm. So that's also complicating, I think, our family's lives. Our our parents are not always nearby. I honestly have to say, even though I run a home care agency, I hadn't planned for this Mm -hmm. situation. I thought, my dad has MS, my mom will be his caregiver. 10 years from now, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so what happens then is there's just a lot to do in a very short amount of time. Sure. Sure. So, you know, in my recent experience, uh, my mom um, passed away of pancreatic cancer, so it was a little bit sudden. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. She died about nine days after a diagnosis. But I was there getting to be the hands-on kind of caregiver with bathing, dressing, um, drug management, pain management. And so... I got a real good handle on that, and now my dad is living with me. So to just what you said, we didn't really have a plan, and the the plan kind of came up, but what is really nice is I feel like I would recommend this to a lot of people, especially if your parents don't live nearby, assume they lie. And I, I mean that with like a lot of love, but they're, they're right. kind of like your teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Your teenager, did you make your bed? Yeah, I made my bed. No, That's the bed's not, not made. Not made. Oh, did right. you eat something after school? Yeah, I ate something uh, after school, no. but they didn't. Okay. So when or I got, they ate Skittles. Yeah, Skittles, right? <laughs> so when I got down to Florida, I was just going to go for a couple of days just to kind of lay mm-hmm. eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, the the house was not at all how I had imagined it was when I talked to my mom every yeah. single morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning she said things were good, she told me what they were having for dinner, mm-hmm. who they were visiting with, and I get there and this was not my mom's house. So um, just assume that they're just trying to appease you. They don't yeah, want to need you. Mm-hmm. And so they'll say anything to avoid getting care or getting support. So that's a one good rule. The yeah. other thing you, you talked about was the planning. And um, planning depending on what your family dynamics are like with your siblings Mm -hmm. is really important too because that can be a real mess like out of all the families we have there's a whole continuum you know there's sometimes surprisingly there are a lot of actually sons who help take organized care for their parents it's almost like us as women feel like we have to do the care ourselves Mm -hmm. so we aren't really willing to get help we we take it all on, we beat ourselves up, we're still taking care of our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, adult sons will be like, oh no, I'm out of here. Who do I call, right? <laughs> that <is true. laughs> so that is that really, really surprised me. So you've got that going on. And then, you know, on the other end, we've got a family where there's four kids and they all want to be in charge. So I think you have to kind of think through your siblings and what role do you fill? Mm-hmm. What role can your siblings fill? What are the ages of your siblings' kids? Like you mentioned about being an empty nester. So you know my three are in college I have the 16 year old but he's independent he drives he cooks he does everything in fact I'm so busy we don't do meals a lot Dad moves in, you know, the day after Christmas, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we have to have family dinners." Yeah, right. Yeah. right. It changes it things does. quite a bit. I'm it
1: sure. Does. I'm sure. It does. Patty, you have a family situation yeah. where you can share some of that the kind of the communication between uh, siblings, siblings. Right.
3: And then it's you know, I'm the one that lives furthest away. My mm. mom is 90, and wow. we are. She lives in her home. She just stopped mowing her lawn last year. <laughs>
2: like she is awesome. We all sit around and say,
3: "Gosh, I hope we're her when we're 90." But there is that, you know. You mentioned the roles of the siblings. My oldest sister, um, whose kids are all grown with their own kids, she's taken on more of the caretaking, the day-to-day caretaking role. But she tells us, specifically me, what to do when I go in town. Like, this is what I I would need Mm -hmm. you to do. If you could do this, if you could go to the grocery store, or if you could just spend the afternoon. And one thing she does that I really love is if she knows that my mom is having an off week or Mm -hmm. it's a tough emotional week, she will call me and say, I know you usually call her on Sundays, but could you call her today? Because she just needs like a light-hearted conversation about her garden. You know, she Mm -hmm. needs just that kind of thing. And so I used to feel super guilty about not living near, my my dad passed away 16 years Mm -hmm. ago. And I felt very guilty of not being there to do the day-to-day, to not be the one that does the medication or the doctor's appointments. And it was my oldest sister who said, but you do, you play the role you need to play, that Mm -hmm. I need you to play, that we all have our own little parts. And Mm -hmm. that is, I think you have to communicate with Mm -hmm. siblings. Mm -hmm. I think it, because that's probably an entirely different dynamic too, Mm -hmm. just communicating as siblings, taking care of elderly parents.
1: Well, and I know my my family lives in New Jersey. So uh, my dad is 71 and Mm -hmm. a healthy guy and, so we kind of joke back and forth he's like oh when I go downhill I'm gonna to move to Chicago and move in with you <laughs> you know um, but I know that they have he and uh, my stepmother Martha have planned um, I mean they have health care insurance right for for mm-hmm. end-of-life yeah. care yeah. they they um, they probably already have a place picked out they openly communicate about that wow. which is not always the case mm-hmm. um, my um, great my grandparents um, my grandma passed away. Uh, Uh, this past year but they lived in their house till they were 65 and then at like 90 and 89 they agreed okay we're going to clean out the house we're going to sell the house Mm -hmm. we're going to move into an assisted living Mm -hmm. um, which they kind of live where they're not being taken care of all the time Mm -hmm. and uh, my grandma at 91 passed away and my grandpa is now 94 and my dad Mm -hmm. just took over his paying his bills at 94 he's been pretty self-sufficient so we've Mm -hmm. been very lucky to, to not have something come abruptly where all of a sudden someone needs care, but I do sometimes wonder, okay, my dad's 71, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. at some point there's going to be health issues, Mm -hmm. and how will I feel that I am you know to a two-hour plane ride away not a two-hour drive away right. um, and I and I have just started to think about that process of what does that mean for me what you know what does that mean for him how much right. how much will he need me what are the things I can do when I'm far away mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's
0: just a hard thing to think about I think what you had have going in your favor, though, is that your grandparents did plan, right? So, you know, your dad has that model, right? (laughs) Right. He knows it's not taboo to start thinking about those things and planning. And also you mentioned about long-term care insurance, which Mm -hmm. is something, you know, when we're younger, you don't think about having. And I would say if people can have that conversation, that is really helpful because you know the financial burden is something also siblings don't aren't always comfortable right. talking about and if the parents can have long-term care insurance which can cover various models whether it's in-home yeah. care like what we do or going to a senior community it really does help it takes one thing and, and makes that not an issue as yeah. much as everything else so
1: and at what age are, are people looking like i've never thought about getting long-term health we care. should have
0: probably done it actually yeah. a few years ago <laughs>
2: That's good to know. I mean, I'm I only 29. So, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> Me too. But, you know, uh, the older you get, your premiums go up. But the other okay. thing is, is that that once you actually start services and open a claim, most policies you stop paying your premiums. So if you think about it, you're really kind of putting money away for what mm. you're ultimately, mm. you know, going to need. So that is actually a, a big thing. The other thing I would say is um, to look at what other benefits there are, especially mm. as you know, moms, working moms, moms usually you're looking for things to support your kids. There are amazing programs, especially where we live in DuPage and Will County areas. Yeah, Contact, you know, the, the county offices. And what I'll also say is there's a lot of things that even if your families have some money, there's things that they still qualify because of their age and convenience. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. safer to get meals at home versus going out in the storm. And if you start using some of the services that can make your life better, you have money then to spend on things like you know, care or medical bills. Okay. I think it's tough
4: to, for people to know just where to go mm-hmm. and where to find those resources. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost my grandmother this past year, and my mom is an only child, so there, mm. she always said, you know, I wish there was just... A sibling you know right. to rely yeah, on, on for something true. and so she was her 100% caregiver and you're opened up to an entire new world you know once we learned about the different services that are there okay you know now at the end we can have someone here for four hours mm-hmm. so that I can sleep mm. because you know when you're a young mom you know in your 20s sure. or 30s mm-hmm. or early 40s you're not getting sleep and but you're younger and you and so then now you're mm-hmm. 65 you, how long can you keep that up? How long can you stay up for 24 hours? You can't yeah, because right. you're in your 60s. Right. That's
0: we you need to reach word out. respite a lot because mm-hmm. um, I actually was just trying to make sure I um, had my numbers right, but I just looked up. The mortality rate is actually 63% higher for caregivers who take care of their parents versus... Uh, Somebody the same age who doesn't take care of their parents because of the burnout. You're just not physically taking care of yourself. And so one (laughs) of the things people don't realize is that there are options. There's adult daycare centers that you can, you know, take a parent to or you can Mm -hmm. do in-home care where it is one hour, two hour, three hours. It doesn't have to change your life completely. You can rely on siblings. Whatever it is, if you're, like you know honestly I'm trying to figure that out for myself personally now right yeah I mean I've worked with hundreds of families helping them come <laughs> up with a plan I felt like it was important for me and we've had you know I'm a little over a month now with my dad figuring out what that plan looks like he's mm-hmm. I didn't realize he's such a social guy cuz him and my mom did everything mm-hmm. yeah so I'm trying to find a pinochle game right, right and right. the park districts or the counties will offer those kinds of things but respite care is the number one thing I would say is the most important mm-hmm when you're still raising your own families and you're trying to take yeah. care of your parents. The other thing, though, you did mention, and um, you know we've been talking a lot about being moms and taking care of our you know our parents but and our kids, but one of the things we is oh, we always have to take care of ourselves. And one thing people don't realize is there's actually respite, too, for moms who have new babies or may have multiples. I mean, actually, that's some of our favorite clients. If we get called to hold babies in the middle of the night right. so a mom can sleep. But ultimately, I mean, I think one thing that I'm just learning through this, and I'm learning this personally, is really just taking care of my, myself because yeah. if I don't take care of myself it's really hard to do yeah. anything else. And you can't take care of other people. You, can't. you, you know?
1: can't. And that always goes back to the theme of making sure we're taking time for ourselves whether it's you're a new mom or you're taking care of an ailing parent or just carving that time to make sure we're getting the rest that we need mm-hmm. um, or filling up our cup mm-hmm. so that we can take care mm-hmm. of other people. Mm-hmm. So, We'll be right back with more of the Naperville Moms Network. Stay tuned.
0: This episode of the Naperville Moms Network is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Pinnacle Dermatology. Dedicated to the health and beauty of your skin. There's no better time than now to be more informed about
3: what's happening in your town. And that's where your community television station, NCTV 17, comes in. We offer a free and easy way to stay connected and informed with Naperville Now. This two-minute video features top news stories sent straight to your email once a day, Monday through Friday. And best of all,
2: it's free. The Fifth Avenue Redevelopment Plan still remains in Phase 1. Always be in the know with daily news updates from Naperville Now. Sign up today. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville.
0: Visit nctv17.com
2: slash subscribe.
1: Welcome back to the Naperville Moms Network. Moms and dating. Whether you are a new mom, an empty nester, a busy mom to active teens, or a divorced mom navigating the dating waters, there are a lot of great ways to make sure you're taking time for yourselves and your husbands or partners. Moms, how do you find this time for you and your spouse?
3: Well, I would like to start by saying that I believe dating your spouse, regardless of how long you've been together, is incredibly important. Now, I would also like to title this segment, Do As I Say, Not As I Do. (laughs) because my husband and I are the absolute worst at scheduling like weekly Mm -hmm. date nights. Mm -hmm. And we have no excuses. You know, our kids are older, we don't have to get Uh sitters, we have flexible schedules, but we just, it is really difficult to like add into the regular routine of things. And I always think back to when my kids were little and I don't remember who told me this, but somebody said, you need to start doing weekly date nights when your kids are little, because it becomes part of the natural progression of your relationship. And if you don't do it when they're little, it's harder to fit in when they when they're grown and you have all this extra time because you start filling that time with other things and not each other mm-hmm. and we have, I will say, this is week three of us actually having real dates every week. Is that because
1: we were doing this show? Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> I said, I've got to start dating you right now because <laughs> I'm going to have Second to talk report. about this on TV. <laughs> but I, <laughs> no, I will say that last Saturday we were at Home Depot looking at wallpaper samples, but we did go out to dinner afterwards. And I think that for a long time we tried to create date night into something big and fancy. It had to be this big ostentatious Mm -hmm. thing and really, you know, just spending that time together Mm -hmm. and appreciating us as individuals and not just as mom and dad or the scheduler or the, you know, whatever all those titles are we take on. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to remember who you married and why you married them.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's such a good point. I would kill to go to Home Depot. (laughs) That sounds so romantic and amazing right now, and I'm not even being. Right, (laughs) I get it. You say weekly, and I'm thinking weekly, quarterly, I would be thrilled. I just, it's so hard. hard. I look, and Mm. I'm I'm playing the comparison, and I'm looking at social media, and I'm Mm. like, how are you people getting out? How are you vacationing so often together? How are you, we can't even get to Home Depot, you know? (laughs) And so, it's um, When I think about, you know, being an empty nester and not having to get sitters, we talk about it all the time. When one of them is hamp- having a tantrum, we mm-hmm. look at each other and we say, I still like you, and I can't wait to hang out with you again. Because <laughs> <laughs> these little ones are driving us crazy. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, but it's, you're right, we have to do it all along. It's because if we wait until we're, you know... The ones are out of the house and we keep putting it off, then what happens then, I suppose? Well, it becomes
3: a little, um, it's a little awkward to start dating again because Mm -hmm. for all these years we have had, we've had those moments where the kids are making us crazy or you're at a sporting Mm -hmm. event or you're working with Mm -hmm. Uh graduation So like there's all these things happening with the kids and that takes up all of your conversations. Mm -hmm. And so then when you are by yourself, you're suddenly like... Who well, this are is kind of weird. Like, what are we going to talk about? And yeah. it, there is those moments, you know, where we sit. And it's funny because one of the dates that we had, we it really just wasn't going very well. Like, we were both like, "Gosh, this is about over." And my husband actually said, "We're just going to power through." And I go, "This isn't very romantic. Like, we shouldn't be saying we're going to power through the date, but we're going to do it. Like, we're going to make sure that we we reconnect and you know mm-hmm. start those regular." conversations mm-hmm. again because we've forgotten what it's like to not have a kid interrupting us every time. Five minutes. seconds. Oh, yeah. five, five <laughs> yeah. seconds. Oh, you're living it. You're Sorry, living it. too far removed.
2: <laughs> and it can be different too. Um, I met my husband when we were in college and you know we look back at how our relationship has evolved. Sure when you're a teenager or you're just in college with no responsibilities of yeah. kids the relationship was different, the mm-hmm. dating was different, mm-hmm. um, but it, 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 it evolves. And to your point, like you were saying, you know, when the kids were younger, it's hard to uh, get time to schedule, especially if you have a spouse that's traveling and mm-hmm. figuring that yeah, all right. out. So, you know, sometimes it could be different. Uh, when the kids were younger and they were in school, evenings were harder. So mm-hmm. we would say, okay, why don't we just have a lunch date? It can be different things, you know, Uh, or when the kids were younger, we would say, okay, after they go to bed, why don't we get a takeout and just, sure, we didn't make it to the restaurant, but then just have dinner. So it can be different uh, things and not the same. I know my husband would prefer, you know, we had more scheduled dates, and I probably am guilty of that. You know, it's always work or kids. Something always takes Mm-hmm. Precedence. Mm-hmm. And Erica, to Patty's point, when the kids get older, you think, okay, it should be much easier to get out of the house, but you'd be surprised, and you don't get out mm-hmm. as much, you know? So I think it's just being intentional yeah. about it yeah. and also right realizing word. that that's your relationship exactly right. and... Dating is going to be different than when you were young and in love, and now you have responsibilities of Mm -hmm. kids and life. So the relationship is going to evolve, and you're doing life together, and Mm -hmm. that's just part of Mm -hmm. the journey in itself. Mm -hmm. I know when
1: when my kids were younger, um, uh, and I was married, We didn't have any family in town, and so for us to, like, go downtown Chicago for a night, we had to pay a sitter $150 Mm -hmm. just to stay with our children. We just didn't have any options. We did have a nanny three days a week, and Wednesday nights we would always take and go out to dinner. We always um, had her stay longer for that night. And so that Mm -hmm. was something that was kind of built into our schedule, so that was really nice. Um, And I know I've been divorced for 11 years, so... All of a sudden, you know, you've been married for a period of years. We had young children. And I went from being a family of four and full-time 100% mom to I now have 50% of my time all to myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once I got past a certain point, like, okay, I'm going to think about dating. Like, Mm -hmm. that was terrifying and so exciting all at the same time, (laughs) you know? It was like dating like well who am I even right so mm-hmm. tried to take some time mm-hmm. to figure out what well, the hell am I at this point you know mm-hmm. I feel like I was a different woman mm-hmm. at 25 at 30 at 35 at 40 and now 45 mm-hmm. I and mean, I look at all those different phases of my life and I really felt like I've been a different person. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been kind of nice to go on a dating journey. Mm-hmm. I've dated some really nice men. Um, and some of them just didn't work out. Some of them we were very um, upfront about, you know what, I'm, I'm recently divorced. I'm really just looking for someone mm-hmm. to go to dinner with right. and have some companionship with. Mm-hmm. Not looking for something long-term wow. because I'm just not there mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate. I've, I've said that to people and I've had it said to me. So it was that was always nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like going online, right? I mean, when you're younger, mm-hmm. you met people at college. I met you know my yeah. ex-husband through chiropractic school. So, I mean, delving into <laughs> Match.com and eHarmony. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you're like, you're putting yeah. yourself out there in this really weird way. Yeah. Um, and, and it is. It's, it's fun, but it's also a little... Little nerve wracking, you
3: know. It's like you yeah. know more now than you did when you were dating in yes. your, your teens. Yes, so you mm-hmm. know more about life in general. So it, you, it's hard to be vulnerable.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, right. I would get on dates, and literally within one minute, I would know this was just mm-hmm. not a match mm-hmm. for me. You you knew speed dating, try I know, right? <laughs> to be kind of, you know. And by the end, I had one date, and the the gentleman said, "Oh, this was so wonderful. I'd love to see you again." And I was right. like, "I like, I didn't know what to respond oh. with." Um, yeah. So it's it's a little tough in that. Um, mm-hmm. Part, um, And then on the opposite, uh, the first date I had with Jason, who I've been dating for over two years, we both left and we were like, wow. And we went to Kiku for lunch. That was the only thing we could squeeze in in the week was a lunchtime meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was an hour. And we both left and were like, I could have just met someone that's going to be really important to me. And, mm-hmm. um Talking about doing life the same way, we just we do life the same way, and it's such an easygoing relationship. But we currently don't have the responsibility of kids and finances and being in a household together, Mm -hmm. so it's very very
2: different. Yeah, right. It's almost like you got a do-over button, you know? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and and that's that's the harder part for um, when you've been in a relationship with someone for a long time. You as a person are evolving too, and they're Mm -hmm. evolving too. So what? Um, your relationship means to each other Mm -hmm. or being uh, embracing of the changes that each of us is going through phases Mm -hmm. is the bigger part and the key is compromise, you know, and realizing it's going to mean different things at different phases of life. Right. Yeah.
3: And it's just figuring out because I think that's the thing about connecting with your spouse when your kids are younger because you figure Mm -hmm. out something that you two have in common, mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. keep having in common all these years. Because yeah. I'm a totally different person now at 50 mm-hmm. than I was when I was 24. Mm-hmm. Sure, But the fact that we can find something that we connect with yes. it, that isn't a kid's lacrosse game or it's not a school discussion, that it's something that we've chosen is really important. About. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And
4: helping each other grow and evolve exactly. together. Don't hold them back. Yeah, yes. I mean both my husband had a shift in career about three four years ago and he always says it I don't know if I would have made this shift if I knew that I didn't have your support Mm -hmm. you know and that you were the person standing beside me because we know that we can go through that just two years ago I decided to work part-time from home and you have to check in with that other person you know my role may shift a little bit this mean and as long as that communication is there it makes you almost appreciate that other person more because you're watching that person grow and evolve and change and you're doing it together you know in a healthy loving way yeah you know i had someone reach
1: out to me by private message on nafer mom's network asking if um we could do an anonymous post for her which we just don't offer Mm -hmm. on the network um and i said i'm happy to confidentially answer any questions and not share it with anyone. Um, And she just said, you know, my husband and I have just been having a rough patch and we want to nip it in the bud. Neither one of us want this. We just realized all of a sudden that we've just kind of two different paths a little Mm -hmm. bit and we both love each other and and I thought that's so smart to get to a problem before it becomes you're sitting at an office and you can't stand each other it's Mm -hmm. just like somebody
3: um, and I'm a big fan of uh, counseling for couples and I had somebody tell me, it's like your engine light. You know, when you go get your oil checked on yep. a regular basis, you don't wait till the engine light goes on. Yep. If you would check your relationship like that, then you don't have to get a new car when the engine light goes on. Exactly. Like it's not You, you yeah, can fix the that. little things yep. along the way right. like you do with an oil yep. change.
1: That's a great point. <laughs> Remember, just because you are a mom doesn't mean that you don't need some you time and some we time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to the NAPO Moms Network, a place where you are always invited. Thank you.